Welcome to an encouraging word from Pastor Elliot Warren from Cross Culture Church in Houston, Texas. There's so many great stories of deliverance in the Bible. And, um, you know, where, where you've got these situations, like, like I was talking about earlier, where everything's going along fine, and then, wow, something happens. And then, uh, and then they cry out to God, they pray, and, and God comes through for them. So one of these that I want to mention today is, and that I'm going to talk about today and next week, is this, it's about the, the Esther, the story of Esther. It's actually Esther is part of the story. It's almost a bigger story about Mordecai, and it's also a story about Haman. Haman is the evil character in the story. Now, Haman is like the evil, an evil leader in Persia. Persia was the, um, at that time, it was the greatest empire the world had ever known, okay? And you've got Haman, who is the, like the right-hand guy to the king, and he was pretty much running a lot of things. And um, he got this law put into effect in one day, in one day. This is the craziest law. He goes up to the king and he goes, there are these people. They are no good. They are bad for our nation. We need to get rid of them. They're going to cause trouble. And so the king goes, okay. I can't believe the king says that, right? He just takes his word. Okay, you can execute them. Who are these people? They're the Jews. The next day, it's written on the, on the 13th of Adar, every Jew should be executed by, you know, the people there. In fact, they were going to pay him to do it. Now, that's just the craziest thing. But you, you, you just wonder, how do these people feel? You're going about your day. Everything is the same. You're peaceful. You're doing your business. You're doing your work. You've got your family. And then the next day comes and you get some kind of, you know, there's some kind of announcement. Every person who has your last name or something like that is going to be executed. You're going to go, whoa, that's so unfair. Where'd that come from, right? Out of the blue. Everybody in some kind of group you're associated who have, you know, everybody from a certain city, everybody with whatever, they're going to be killed on a certain date. <laughs> Is that not crazy? Imagine living in, in a place and that happens to you. I mean, they're going, what? Is this real? Is this real news? Yes. It's a decree. They're reading it in every city. Your days are numbered. Your days are numbered. And there's a particular day. I mean, I mean, that would have to be what you're going to be talking about, right? And how are you going to feel when you go home, knowing that you're getting ready to be executed by a sword, by who knows what? How's it going to happen? And you go home, you're going to be talking. You know, the, now, this is generally what's going to happen to a, even a believer. They're going to be frantic at first, right? They're going to call everybody, tell everybody the news. They're going to cry. They're going to scream. They're going to say, this isn't right. Isn't that right? even if you're a Christian. And then after about a day or two, you're going to start pulling yourself together and you go, wait a minute. we got to pray. We've got to pray. And then, then all that turns into a prayer movement, doesn't it? Yes. Can y'all just see? That's exactly what happens. 
And I believe that's what happened there. They got God involved. God involved. And then when you look at the story, it's amazing how God brought deliverance for them. And what I like about this story, too, you know, if you have in the story with Egypt, um, you have a deliverance and God did it by these miracles, you know, like the Red Sea parting and and a lot of other things like this. God delivered the Jewish people in this story of Esther in in very natural ways, so to speak. It was definitely supernatural, but it wasn't like this Red Sea opening up. It was through amazing circumstantial things that God did to turn everything around. And you see, I love this because we're able to see when the Red Sea opens, oh, that had to be God, right? But God wants us to be able to see when he moves in other ways. And we need to be so in tune with that. God expects us to see these things. You know, some people, they're like, well, if it's not in the, it's not in the Word of God. Well, that's true. But doesn't God also show himself? Didn't Jesus say, if you don't believe my words, look. Can you not see something with what's going on when I pray for somebody? Do y'all see what I'm saying? God wants us to be able to look and sometimes you can see. In fact, we're going to see this next week. But people begin to look at what's going on and they go, they're recognizing God's involved. And I just want to say, think about this now. You need to be able to back up in life right now. Start being sensitive to the Lord and start getting your eyes opened. Amen. God wants to show you things, not just about the world, but about your life. He wants you to start paying attention and recognizing where he's involved and what's he doing. How are you supposed to respond? That should alter your prayer life. You should be connected with what you see God doing in your life every day. If you don't have that dimension going on in your life, there's a spiritual part of your life missing. And once you begin to connect with God on the watching what he's doing every day, how he gets involved, how he motivated you, how he spoke to you, how somebody came into your world, so to speak, you know, you're going to just enjoy it, enjoy that part of your life a lot more. Anyway, this is so interesting, okay, to me. Um, the thought came to my mind. I was like, Lord, what should I, what, sh what do you want to talk about in, this week? And this story came to my mind and Haman came to my mind. And so I started like putting things together and thinking, OK, well, I'm going to talk about that this week and about the deliverance. And then Melody was over. Um, was the last no, the night before last? And uh, she mentioned Purim and I'm going, oh, wow. Now, Purim is uh, a day that the Jews celebrate. And it's actually the deliverance that happened in the book of Esther. You see, what happened was there's this day the 13th of Adar, which is the Jewish month, when they were supposed to be killed. Well, God turned everything around, and on the 14th, excuse me, on the 13th, they ended up winning, and on the 14th, they celebrated, God delivered us. So every year since that time, the Jews and some Christians, and it's right for Christians to celebrate this too, 
celebrate that day. It's the 14th of Adar. And uh, she brought that up, and I'm like, wow, that's next week. And, I, and God was telling me, you know, to preach on this message this week. I wasn't even thinking that Purim was next week. Isn't that crazy? So I go, what are the chances of that happening? I haven't spoken on this mess this in a long time. See, when something like that happens, sometimes I go, wow, it makes me look and go, is, was God in that? Was God in that circumstance? So it makes my ears sort of pay more attention because I'm thinking, wow, wait a minute, maybe God's in that. And, and now I begin to think maybe there's a lesson in this story God wants to give to us because he's sort of lined things up. And maybe there's something I need personally. Maybe it's nationally. Maybe who knows what it is. But let me pay attention and let me read this book of Esther this week myself. Because in addition to what we learn in church on Sunday, God can speak to me certain things in the book as well. Amen. I'd encourage you all, all read the book of Esther this week because we're going to hit part two next Sunday. And this is a fun book to read, by the way, for those of you that have trouble reading the Bible. You're going to enjoy the book of Esther. It's a it's a great story and it's a true story. Anyway, so I believe God's God's got something to tell us.